Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of the Game Groups Podcast, the all-encompassing weekly gaming podcast from the Goodnight Groups. This week, guys, we're continuing to shuffle things around a little bit. We're still going without a true news segment since we have the GG Replay continuing, as always, to cover gaming news three days a week. But again, we'll touch on some of that news um, in other ways. Game Groups is still a work in progress, so any and all feedback from all of you viewers and listeners for the show and its segments are greatly welcomed and appreciated. Big truth. My name is Matt. Today I'm joined by Mike, Josh, and Paul. Guys, let's go right into the peak of the week. All right, instead of just asking you guys how you're doing, I want to ask everyone what their peak of the week has been. What's the best thing that happened to you this week, Paul? What was your peak of the week? You know what? Maybe I'm being a little bullish on this, um, but so far the most exciting and interesting part of my week is just this Annapurna Interactive uh, showcase we did today. I'm just so hyped on all these indie games. Uh, I've been I've been on the indie game trail. We had uh, I downloaded. I've started playing Chris Tales this week on Game Pass. We also had like The Ascent. A lot of cool indie games out right now that I'm checking out. Last stop. Um, so all these Annapurna games just like totally scratched that itch, and also. We finally have a release date for The Artful Escape, a game I've been waiting for for years. And it's September 9th, and it's coming day one on Game Pass. So you know that's what I'm going to be doing that day. So that was the peak of my week for sure. Pretty excited. Uh, also, like not to get too into it, but there's a game where you're a cat. Come on. I'm so excited. I'm here <laughs> Trey, for baby. it. Peak of the week. Paul, um, The Ascent was a game that I mentioned on like episode one or two of Game Grooves, and everyone was like, never heard of it before. Yeah, but now I'm like, I'm like reading up on all these cool indies coming to Game Pass, and people are like, you got it. Now everyone's talking about Ascent right now. Like it's all over Reddit and everything. So, well, I think it's because the game like leaked or the review Mm -hmm. copies went out early or something like that. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Josh, what was your peak of the week? What's the best thing that happened to you this week? Boy, we're going to lead this off with some heavy depression. Uh, no. Uh, my peak of the week is going to be tomorrow. Um, oh. Because this week has been the literal embodiment of uh, hell. Uh, and tomorrow is Friday. Because uh, uh, we record these on Thursdays. Uh, it's been it. a very, 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 very long work week. And I'm just glad to go out, have a beer with my wife, and just do nothing for the weekend. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Right, yay. Are you telling me, brother? <laughs> Mike, what was your peak of the week, sir? Oh, my week was kind of a big valley, but I guess <laughs> the peak of the week um, would probably be the Guild Wars 2 live stream. Oh, yeah. They showed off a bunch of End of Dragon features, showed off a bunch of new stuff. Kind of hype, bringing fishing, got skiffs. You they all look really cool. Skiff, man, I'm, I'm so ready to <laughs> skiff about. I'm really hyped on that, actually. The skiff's really cool. The fact yeah. that they uh, didn't want to just introduce fishing as go and fish and go collect fish from all over the, the world, but actually make fishing into a fishing trip social activity yeah. where you go on a skiff and bring your buddies um, and just hang out, play music, etc. Thought that was really cool. Showed off Siege Turtle uh, yeah. mount. Which also cool. Also cool. The first uh, co-op cooperative mount. There's two two uh, a driver and passenger on it. So expect more 
in that regards uh, for future mounts as well. And then getting new specializations. They showed off Virtuoso, which I think was cool. I was expecting one musical-related specialization, so putting it on the Mesmer made sense. I'm not excited about the symbols that they put out because... I think my main as elementalist is getting longbow as their weapon, and that doesn't make me happy, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure it'll feel great to stand at far range and do mm. nothing in fights, but whatever. It's fine. I'm not bitter. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I'm wrong and I'll get main hand pistol or something more interesting. But anyways, yeah, that was my that was my peak. It, looks cool it looks very solid i will say unlike the previous expansions it felt like they were missing a little bit of a wow factor everything seemed very good and exciting except for like one part the gen 3 legendaries but uh yeah i think i'll have an article about that on the blog with more details as to uh my expectations and my reactions but yeah Good, yeah. I was going to say, I think there was kind of a wow factor going into this, uh, mainly that a lot of people are leaving wow right now and looking for something to play. And, and <laughs> yeah, you could factor kind of, that well, yeah. And I think true. that wow factor actually <laughs> probably got End of Dragons a lot more looks than it may have initially, so pretty cool. There was a that. point during the announcement they posted on Reddit, there was more viewers in the, game of, in the Guild Wars 2 category on Twitch than in wow. Wow. Oh, holy shit. That is a big deal. Wow. Factor. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty crazy. I, I agree I with was, you. How was it, your week? Thank you for asking, Paul. Before I jumped on you. I was like, I want to ask. I was, like, oh, I do, I was, I was actually going to ask myself. I was going to do a little, hey, man. I know. What was, it's what so was sad, the, though. Yeah. So um, sad. <laughs> before I get into that, though, I do want to respond to one thing. And I, I agree. I think that there was like, there was like something left to be desired. Like, I, mm-hmm. And it's not really fair for me to make a lot of criticism because I'm not really a huge Guild Wars 2 player. But it just seemed like there was something missing. And maybe yeah. they have something else up their sleeves. Who knows? Um, but they they did say that um, fishing and skiffs would be one mastery track. The siege turtle is the second, and that there are five total. So we're missing three whole mastery tracks. Okay, eight other specializations that they haven't yeah. announced. But oh, yeah. it felt like in previous announcements, the first one was we're introducing gliding, new verticality to all the maps. Maps became giant in just having three levels to most of the maps, which made things a lot more interesting in terms of world traveling. And then they introduced mounts, and mounts were huge. The mount system Um, in Guild Wars 2 is awesome. So cool. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's the best. So when they introduced that, that was the wow factor for Pathfire because the rest of Pathfire was kind of meh. But this, it was like, okay, we get fishing. What's what's the big thing? <laughs> right, right. <yeah>. Where <laughs> is it? <laughs> so hopefully, um, hopefully, something's still coming. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, everything looked good, just nothing spectacular. I guess I don't know. My peak of the week was a little something I got in the mail this week. A little something from from our boy Paul. Uh, he sent me this delightful goodnight groups mug. It says goodnight groups okay, on one yeah. side, GG replay on the other delightful stuff right here on my desk ready to go for coffee on the next gg replay tomorrow (laughs) thank you paul 
Very it's welcome. It's beautiful. Sorry to the audio listeners. You can't see what it looks like. Now I guess you have to go to YouTube. So uh, yeah, hop on over to the YouTube channel. Hop on over. <laughs> Maybe we could like post a picture to our social media. Just like, oh, uh, you know, like yeah. a, little, a little pick of the mug. That would be kind of fun. I'll throw it up on Twitter yeah. or something. Yeah. Let's move on to trending topics, guys. In trending topics, I give our panelists a choice between three search terms. They have to tell me which term they think got the most searches over the last seven days via stats from Google Trends. We'll play three quick rounds. <sighs> round one. Gonna win this one. <laughs> Very appropriate for the uh, for the first round of this. Guild Wars two, Final Fantasy fourteen, or New World. Yeah, this Ooh. is a tough one. Uh, so I, Ooh. I, I, oh, oh, I, I don't want to give away the farm by saying which one I think it isn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Same. I think I know which one it isn't. I, I, I think I know which one it isn't more than anything. I would. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I'll just wait. It'll be to go first. Oh, if I can go first, I'm gonna say Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. I'm gonna say New New World. So. I'm gonna say Guild Wars 2. Wow. Oh, wow. I don't <laughs> think it's Guild Wars 2. So I'm glad it went this way because I will say this was incredibly close between all three. Really? Of them. Yeah. They were all really? very close. But the winner was New World. Hey. Holy shit, I'm surprised. Final wow. Fantasy a close second, Guild Wars a close third. Round two. The three options are Battlefield 2042. Dead Space or Blue Box? <laughs> uh, how much that in there? I just I wonder <laughs> yeah. how much residual. When did Battlefield the Portal? That's kind of my thing too. When's that? That was like last. When was that announced? Uh, well, Dead Space and yeah, Portal were announced at the same event. Oh shit! Yes. I'm going Battlefield. I'm gonna regret that because I actually think oh, shit. I've already locked in. I think it's I'm Dead going Space. Dead Space. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go Dead Space too. Why I not? actually Googled Dead Space this week, so. There you go. All right, so this is a two-way race. Blue Box wasn't really much. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> the difference between, it was as close as you could get without it being a tie on Google Trends. Okay? Wow. Wow. The winner was Battlefield. Go, boys. Wow. Oh. <sighs> I just felt like Battlefield might get like uh, Googled, but not Battlefield 2042. I wasn't expecting that to have as many. Yeah, true, true. In the final round, dusk, midnight, or dawn? Midnight. What the shit? Uh, Dawn. I'm going dawn. I'm going... Fuck it. Dusk. So this one was not even close, even a little bit. This was an Probably absolute midnight. blowout. I thought it would be midnight. It was wow. dawn. It was dawn. Yeah. Damn. People want to know when the sun comes so up. I want to shoot it. So I think partly <laughs> of all the properties that had midnight in them. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if part of it has to do with the fact that dawn can also be a person's name. Oh, oh, that really yeah. has something. I literally work with. Oh my god, it's not. It's not like a common <laughs> name, but still. No, but that's and there's a dish soap. Ah, uh, true. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they have like a foundation. It's a good one. Dom was a good guess. Mm. People or people want to know when the sun comes up, man. It could uh, be. It could be. Paul, I, I think we just got dumpstered by Mike. We got wrecked. You at least got one. I'm coming out of this zero, and I was real <laughs> cocky going in. So <laughs> You live and you learn, Paul. You live and you learn. I got to win the next game. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the big question. 
this week's big question. And it is a big one. Big. New World's closed beta has been a massive success over the past week. The game had over 200,000 concurrent players last Sunday, and on, on its worst day, it's still hitting around 100, 130 consecutive, or sorry, concurrent users. Did I say consecutive the first time as well? I meant concurrent. I don't think so. It's very possible that these numbers will grow even higher once the game officially launches with a $40 price tag on August 31st. Obviously, numbers are going to dwindle over time. As that happens with every new release, many people will jump in and play with the rush on release day and eventually drop off. Though it should be noted that New World's lack of a subscription cost could help extend its longevity in the current MMO space. Speaking of which, Final Fantasy XIV is still riding high after many new players have been flocking to Eorzea. A significant portion of these players are believed to be World of Warcraft refugees. The numbers are likely to grow even higher after news of a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard went public last week. Meanwhile, Elder Scrolls Online is still maintaining a healthy population, and Guild Wars 2 showed off its third expansion, End of Dragons, which is expected to launch in early 2022. Who would have thought Guild Wars 2 would be in every segment so far? Um, so, this is a big week. This is a big week for Guild Wars 2. So here's the big We're question. Proud. Yes. We're proud. We are proud. Proud fathers. Is it possible that we may be at the start of a new era in the world of MMOs? Many believe the golden age of MMOs to have passed us by about a decade ago, likely to never return. But with World of Warcraft finally on an obvious decline, Will that open up opportunities for new developers and publishers looking to enter the space when they may have been more hesitant to do so in the shadow of WoW? I'm going to toss this one over to Josh first. Josh, what are your thoughts on this? So let's just go back to the golden age uh, that we're talking about. How golden was that age, really? Or was it just a really high number of releases? Look, look back to see how many of those games that came from said golden age and see how many are actually still around that weren't already. I like, think it's fair to say too. Like, I think that like some people there's like a golden age before WoW. I think a lot of people say that is like some of the better yeah. MMOs to come out. And then there's a mm-hmm. golden age, quote unquote, that was like yeah. WoW killers that really never the, were exactly. quite amazing. Yeah, yeah, there were sort the of two ones. arguably two arguably two different golden ages before and after WoW. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you go back through all those games, WildStar as well. F, F's in the chat uh rift is um on um, i barely i hesitate to even call it life support and <laughs> i you know final fantasy got completely reworked into what it is now and swotor is is I, um so I'll, I'll get off that part of the soapbox uh i think we are at the start of a new era it's just a matter of are these games gonna be any good uh it seems like there's a lot of passion into it, and it doesn't seem like any of the people that are doing it are going into it of the mindset of, wow, can't wait to like kill WoW with our game. It's just like, here's our game. Uh, here's what we're doing with it. Have fun. Play, please. And I think there's a lot of opportunity there for people that take it seriously and come into it with that idea. Um, not only that, I mean, New World, just as one example, the price point. Uh, $40 is like, even though the closed beta didn't just completely wow me, it's a new MMO. I'm going to enjoy the like initial hype because I'm going to get it. I'm going to enjoy the initial hype of everybody running through this new MMO, getting hyped, having a blast. You know, I'll do the same for Ashes of Creation. Um, so, I mean, I think we're I think we're there, if if not already, you know, very much at the forefront of it, especially with WoW going downhill. Um, and, you know, what potential changes they could be making. Mike, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? 
I would say, uh, sure, we're at a new release schedule of MMOs. I don't know that we're in a different era. I think it's less so having to deal with WoW. I mean, that's obviously had a huge impact on the current landscape. People are switching games pretty heavily at the moment. But I think it has more to do with how New World and Ashes of Creation do. Those are the two big heavy hitters that people are watching right now. If they do well then I think we can see more new releases of MMOs. But I don't I don't think it has much to do with WoW at this point. Because now it's not, oh, I need to get uh, people to come to my game from WoW. It's now, oh, I need to get people to come, from, come to my game from Final Fantasy. Um, <laughs> I think people are more willing to give new MMOs a try, but people have always been willing to give new MMOs a try, especially at the low price point, like Josh mentioned. I mean, Guild Wars 2 expansion price point is $30. That, that's insane. Yeah. Um, so I would be cautious to call it a new era just yet. Um, it might just be two flops and we're stuck with Final Fantasy and Guild Wars 2 and that's it. True. <laughs> True. Forever. For eternity. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> I, I, Mike. I don't know if you listened to to yesterday's uh, replay, but I, we we briefly discussed the possibility of a Guild Wars three, and I gave my take on that. What are your What are your thoughts? Uh, to, to refresh people, just in case they have they haven't listened, um, I threw out, threw out the idea that there won't necessarily be a Guild Wars three. I think they're going to go more to. The Guild he Wars. A, Matt has a really hot take here on this, yes. so you're gonna like this. So I think they'll they'll go more smaller scale. They'll go more toward a Guild Wars one take on things, or even a straight up top down RPG in the in the sense that it's like Diablo, where you have the hub like Guild Wars one, but it is an actual top down game. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I completely agree that Guild Wars three will not be an MMO. I don't think it... I think Guild Wars 2 is the MMO. Guild Wars 2 will continue to get support. They've shown through the past nine years now, almost, that they can release proper content through their living story. Um, They need to do an expansion every now and again to introduce new elite specs because they haven't shown that they're able to do that through living story, but they've shown that they're able to carry a narrative provide new maps, do everything in a um, uh, cadence of every several months. If they were to do a Guild Wars 3, it would be probably a different division of the studio, and it would be a completely different game. I think something top-down would be cool. I don't think it would be (laughs) Diablo-like. That's not too bad. Just a little. That bit is the good night train for everybody. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just going to be about trains. It's going to be the new Guild Wars Three uh, train uh, simulator. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I think I, I would be interested. A, a Diablo style isometric RPG would be cool. I would also be interested in like a uh, party based system similar to like uh, Dragon Age or you know one of those games. Path of Exile, not Path of Exile, uh, Pillars of Eternity. Right. Yeah. Something like that I could see them doing. But yeah, I, I think Guild Wars 3 is going to be something completely different. Still in the universe, still an RPG, but something different. Paul, going back to the to the general 
discussion at hand. What what are your thoughts? Are are MMOs are we entering right. a new era? Let's get real conceptual with it. Now, this is this is my thought here, and I'll, and I'll say first off, Josh, before before I get started on my soapbox, I just want to say, you know what? That was a golden age, Warhammer Age of Reckoning. We got a private server, man. It's coming back. I have so the don't collector's even tell edition. me that 2008 <laughs> wasn't a uh, a year or 2007 a year of reckoning. You know, um, no, but uh, <laughs> it was it was okay. Age of Conan. I think you can still play it. Um, you can. Now. That kind of brings me into part of my point. So, I mean, I think a lot of these things kind of come together. And I think one thing is we look at um, the longevity of games right now. We look at longevity. We talk about this all the time on Game Groups. We talked about it on GG Replay. GTA 5 came out in 2013. We're still on GTA 5 and we're still supporting the online for it. And we see that with a lot of games. And we all love uh, Rockstar for that, by the way. Hey, whatever. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, intense love. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're seeing that, you know? We're seeing games last a lot longer. I have better examples, but not off the top of my head right now. I'm trying to remember all this. But uh, games are lasting a really long time, and they're being supported for a really long time without big numbered releases. And that's, you can talk about the, like, the whatever you purport, the original golden age of MMOs. Post-MUD, we had things like EverQuest, then we have EverQuest 2. Um, and we had a lot of twos, and we had a lot of games that were kind of iterative on a game. Um, and now, you know, as downloading is easier to do, as it's easier to do expanding on games and, and build upon games, we have more expansions. We have more, um, not even expand, not even like a, a traditional expansion, but patching more and more. Um, I mean, we see this all the time. So I, I think it's interesting to note that a lot of the MMOs that are have been popular up until maybe just like right now have been MMOs that have been out for a very long time. Now we're seeing new ones. But to me, I'm getting the vibe that these are the same old, same old. New World, Ashes of Creation. These are the same trend. There's the same turn uh, on the same kind of thing. You know, it's the same it's the same basic gameplay of WoW, presentation of WoW, or any, or, or, or EverQuest, or any game that we've had an MMO forever. I want to think about something like Half-Life Alex. You know, I mean, was that the Half-Life 3 that anyone was expecting? No. I, I mean, it's still not necessarily. But was that like a totally different way of considering pushing forward a upon. genre? What this is the I think this is I think we're going to the same direction here with our thoughts. Yeah, and, and I just feel like MMOs have been the same for you know twenty five years really. Um, and I'm not saying that no one's made anything experimental, but I think these are just more of the same. They see what's successful with WoW, they see what's successful with Final Fantasy, these companies and the developers, and they go, we're going to make the next one, and we're going to make our bread, and we're going to you know do the best we can with our budget. It's not a bad business model, but I don't think it's another golden age of MMOs. I think it's a lot of the same. And last thing I'll say, uh, just on that point, is that I think what we're really seeing innovation is, pardon me, innovation is in uh, MMO lights. I mean, that's where we're seeing a lot of crazy innovation. Um, Some of my most enjoyable MMO adjacent experiences in the last few years have been playing things like Conan Exiles or, uh, God forbid, Fallout 76, even sort of. It's kind of fun playing in game worlds with other people that, you know, there's a decent, there's a decent amount and there's enough people to play with and, and build things with, but also because it's not so massive and persistent, you can, you know, build things, you can have destructible environments in a more real way. Um, and you can kind of create communities in a more personal way. And, and I feel like a lot of games are moving toward that MMO light space and kind of just ignoring, like not even really shooting for MMO. They're shooting for bigger, but still contained um, multiplayer experiences and i don't know if i i think we might get stuck there for a while until you know we can we can seamlessly take something like assassin's creed or something that's like a heavy duty 
gorgeous graphic, you know, RPG and just like fully put it in with a thousand people. I feel like until we can get to that um, and do it thoughtfully, um, I think something like Palea seems the most interesting to me right now um, because, you know, it's a game that's taking some of those MMO light aspects. There's crafting, there's, there's, there's housing, there's, there's things that aren't just combat based. And I think that is the, to me, the closest thing I can think of to being something that feels like a next level or something that could usher in a new way of thinking of MMOs. You, you I bring, feel like, you, Matt, I just took everything you were going to say. No, 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 no. I, I've no. got a little bit more. Uh, I'll let Josh go before I, before I go. You, you brought up one point uh, that, that kind of hit home. It's like, like New World, for example. While it has all this new shit and new ideas, like it's still at the same day. Like It doesn't feel like a wholly... Com- I mean, it's a wholly complete game on its own, but at the same time, it's, it's still just that same basic MMO formula. It's still EverQuest. It, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's, it's still, it hasn't like built yep. upon, I mean, it's built upon it in its own way, yeah. but it's, it's, like you said, I don't think it's really taking the opportunity to conceptualize on it. So that's a good point. So I have like two and a half thoughts on this, and, I, and you'll, you'll see why I say two and a half in, in a second here. First thought is a little bit simpler. I think... It's everybody knows MMOs are a massive financial undertaking. It's a huge risk, a massive risk. And I do think a lot of companies completely ruled out the idea of even trying to enter the space when WoW was king. But that's quickly not becoming the case anymore. And it's especially when you see companies like, you know, uh, games like Warhammer, Age of Reckoning or Age of Conan and other games kind of fall flat in their face after being very expensive uh, to produce to be the next WoW killer. I think that was probably uh, very scary to other companies. Totally. Uh, The the entire genre is just about to become a much more level playing field than it has been in over 15 years. So I do think we're going to see some new faces entering the ring and trying it out um and and willing being more willing to take that risk now for a thought uh two and a half it starts off with palea like like paul mentioned i think we're going to see more social mmos entering the space to create these social spaces for players to engage with each other in meaningful ways that aren't just instance dungeon runs or raids or pvp like there are going to be other ways for players to engage with each other. Ashes of Creation, New World, they're going to still have their player base. People are still going to want to play those games. But I think there's a space opening for social MMOs. And with that also comes the progression of VR. And I think VR will have its own, a whole separate era of MMOs beyond it's just like you were talking about on GG replay this week with PlayStation home and having like virtual yeah. spaces to, to meet with people. Yeah. So th- think of something like Palea and then the next era of Palea is experiencing that within VR. And it's hard to right now imagine what that looks like because obviously like I can think like I can, I can think what it would be like to put on VR goggles and I'm playing world of Warcraft in VR. Like I can, I can imagine what that's like, but I don't think it's going to be as simple as that. I think there are changes in, in um, there, there's going to be progress made in the VR space and, and the social VR spaces that we really can't anticipate at the moment. And there's going to be something. There is going to be the killer app for VR at some point. We just don't have it yet, but it's coming. It Maybe it's even starting development now. Who knows? But it's coming, and it's probably going to be a social space of some sort in the vein of an, of an MMO. 
So that, that that's sort of what I'm thinking on. What do you guys, do you guys, because I know Paul and I have talked about VR MMOs before and mm-hmm. um, one of our buddies wasn't necessarily on board. It was you and I who, who were big on the VR yep. idea, right? And then yep. he was yep. like, I just don't really see that happening. And I, my idea is that I think you can't think of it in the same way that you think of MMOs right now. Yeah. It's not going to be wow, but with VR goggles on, it's going to be something totally different. Right, right. Do you guys anticipate that being a possibility, or, or am I am I thinking too too big picture, too far down the line? Like really tough to say without seeing it first, because I can't like That's conceptualize fair. what it would be like in my head. All I think of when I think VR is like uh, anime waifus uh and uh whatever that uh vr chat vr chat like that's that's just what comes to mind just based on everything you know what we have up to this point it sounds neat i I like the idea of you know being even more involved in the world you know akin to sword art online um or something like that uh it's just really hard to conceptualize it because it feels so far in the future Mm -hmm. any other thoughts on the big question before we move on i think we all agree in some way that mmos are going to be taking a new direction and and finding some sort of new life here while the old ones still exist and still have their player base uh, because people still like that stuff definitely let's play a mini game let's play name that game oh boy paul's about to name it and dumpster us again and name that game i give the panelists up to 10 clues the clues start off more vague and progressively get more specific the first panelist to guess correctly wins. You only get one guess. If you're wrong, you're out. We take game title suggestions from our $1 plus supporters over on Patreon at patreon.com slash goodnightgroups. So if you're in that tier, just send us a message and uh, with a game title for Name That Game and uh, it might be on ne- next week's episode. All right, we ready? Yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling good about this one. I'm proud of this one. <laughs> you look excited <laughs> for this one. <laughs> All right. This game holds a score of 86 on Metacritic for its original release. The, uh, this game was this developer's first official full release. This game originally released on just one platform, but has since appeared on a total of five different platforms. Mm. The game first released in 2017. First. Thoughts? Thoughts? All right. I think I know, but I'm holding off. All right. Oh, Come on, Mike. Okay. Just go for it. Three no no Googling. No Googling. All right. Here we go. I'm not Googling. I think I know. All right. This game has been banned in multiple countries. Some people have even oh. been arrested for playing it. Okay. Now I don't know. <laughs> what? This game can be played in either first or third person. Nope. No idea. <laughs> Four more clues. This game will be receiving an animated series adaptation. The Witcher. The Witcher, yeah. No. Well, fuck my butt. Wow. <laughs> I, 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 why did I jump in on your same answer? Yeah, bro. I don't know. <laughs> bro. All right, Mike. All right, Mike, it's just you. Great. <laughs> I still ain't won this shit. Now, if Mike doesn't, and now if Mike gives the wrong answer or he doesn't get it, then after the last clue, after. If I get through the entire final clue and Mike hasn't guessed it, then you guys can jump in. Okay. So Mike is literally brain dead. <laughs> the game is considered the number one most played game of all time. 
A new game that takes place in this game's universe will release next year. Uh, wow, I feel dumb. This I game ushered in a new genre amidst, so amidst that battle royale that is the game development. Anyone? Paul? I know. What PUBG? is it? It's PUBG. Yeah. Oh, I, I would have never guessed that. Player Unknown's Battleground. That. <laughs> yeah. I, I, knew, I heard Battle Royale, that. and I was going, no. okay, there's Warzone, Blackout, uh, what else? <laughs> Most played game of all time. Yeah, that was what, that was what caught me. I, knew, I did know that one. It's, it's so rare that you have a game that's big in every region of the world. Yeah. And PUBG is that. And that's yeah. why it's the number one most played game of all time. It's Even shocking. though in North America, it kind of got overshadowed hard by Fortnite, but globally, yeah, still the, God, still the top. It's such a janky-ass game, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. God, it's scuffed. <laughs> so Paul got it, but Paul already guessed, so he didn't win. No winners. No, no winners. winners. No winners. No winners. Only else. Because I, I double, because I guess on Josh's guess of Witcher. My, my <laughs> initial guess. I was like, can I get half a point? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, my, like my I, initial guess was going to be Among Us, so I'm oh, really glad. Yeah, I, didn't I don't think that. that was a bad guess at all, like for most of it. Yeah, until the, the third person and stuff, yeah. No. Yeah, that's where I was like, oh, nope, no idea. <laughs> so the first person mode like, where you look in the vent and you can see someone hiding in there. <laughs> I also want to say, um, you guys said The Witcher, like w the first yeah. game in the series? Like, I don't know. Oh, no, what? I just, you said animated series, and I really thought you were just like, I was just like so ready to. I'm also like, can you play first person mode? Dude, Witcher? I don't know where the first game is. <laughs> yeah, I know the first game. <laughs> you ain't played first person Witcher yet. <laughs> Those monsters look crazy up close, man. Technically, <laughs> at least the first one. Noonwraith looks great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the animated series oh, the final actually. final boss. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> I think the animated series takes place before uh, when the first game would have been because it's it's following. Uh, oh, it's before we get to. Um, yeah, it's before we get to. Uh, sorry, I think you meant the PUBG animated series, and I was going to make a joke. No, that was no. Before before we get to Geralt, but okay. Jesus Christ! All right, <laughs> let's take a break, guys. Let's let's go walk over to the to the water cooler. And discuss the games we've been playing this week. Paul, I'm going to go to you first. Paul, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I'll tell you right now, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Uh, just just feeling it out, watching, binging some some TV shows, some trash TV shows on Netflix, and playing Fortnite has been pretty fun. Um, but uh, more interestingly, been trying to play some more indies, trying to play some more uh, kind of casual games. I got into Enter the Gungeon a little late this week, and I've been trying to play that. Pretty fun. Uh, I was I just got kind of sick of playing Dead Cells over and over for a bit. And I needed <laughs> to play something else that kind of gave me a similar feel, and Gungeon's pretty fun. So that's a cool game. I've really only scratched the surface. Probably played for like you know five hours or so, but uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a cool game. And then today I started playing Chris Tales, which is pretty cool. I'm playing that on uh, Xbox on uh, Game Pass, and that just recently came to Game Pass. Pretty fun game. Uh, right now I'm getting real Disney meets JRPG yeah. vibes. Uh, like the voice acting, the music even has like a big Disney feel to it. Um, it's kind of like it feels like it's a good one for me, like baby's first uh, JRPG kind of thing. Is, that like um, a, is it like, like a it's tactics same... game? So you just kind of wander around like 2D and then you can, uh, well, it's like a 2.5D sort of, and then you can uh, just like turn based. Yeah. 
um, fighting. Not tactics, though. You just kind of like pick oh, okay. which side you're fighting, and and uh, it's very like time based. It's, it's pretty cool. It's not like a big spoiler. It's like you can like send your enemies like back in time and forward in time and make them young and old again and kind of cool stuff like that. Oh, like you wow. play with time a lot in the game. And anyway, it's it's pretty cool so far. Um, I've been wanting to play a JRPG kind of game or a game that has that kind of storyline, but I've just found some of like the uh, anime art to be a little uh, a little much as a as a novice um and also uh, <laughs> won't name too much of the what i'm talking about but you you know and uh oh. <laughs> some of the designs can be a little over the top <laughs> and uh so so that's happening and uh this is pretty good uh it's just really simple colorful cartoon drawings and uh, it's nice and simple so yeah i'm having a great time with that i'm definitely gonna put in a ton more time uh and i'm excited to just keep playing some more indies over the next week or so Nice, nice. Josh, what about you? What have you uh, been playing this week? Speaking of over-the-top anime, okay, well, uh, I've also been playing Final Fantasy XIV. That's always my usual answer, just because what I'm playing. Whatever uh, mode you're currently playing. <laughs> uh, basically, haven't touched WoW since the whole uh, debacle uh, has occurred. Uh, finally hit the unsub button on it, and it's been, God, six, seven years since I've hit it. Uh, wow. oh, like really? months back then, so... Uh, big change. Uh, we'll see how long that sticks. Um, but uh, not only that, speaking of over-the-top anime, uh, I've been playing what is known as a pay model that you, you definitely really won't have to pay too much to get into. I uh, can usually do most of the game with it. I think it's a Genshin Impact. Yeah, that one. Um, and no, I just I haven't played a lot of games with like like anime like art styles. And I was just like, you know what? People have mentioned this. Like, I get it. It's like it's like a gotcha game. It's you know it is what it is. But I, it's it's legitimately fun. The combat is so yeah. satisfying, even though there's like the bullshit waiting mechanics. It takes you 15 hours to cook a fucking sausage. But <laughs> like outside of that, like the combat's genuinely satisfying. Mike and I were kind of talking about it a little like, just in chat. And it's like you, you can generally beat the game and from like a story perspective and then go from there uh, without really spending any money. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, I can live with that. And then if I want to grind out, maybe, you know, toss a couple bucks here and there. I will. Uh, you know, I got to fall in love with an anime waifu at some point uh, in this game. I would assume uh, we just got to find out who first because I've only played about two to three hours of it so far. So and there are we'll, just an unbelievable amount of oh my god, in that game. there's like forty playable characters or something ridiculous. Really, I, don't even know. I didn't I, even know that. I don't know. I mean, not so many. There's like twenty. There's like a lot of playable like characters 20. in the game. There's yeah, a ton. You but open still, up the character menu. And uh, it's, yeah. it's just insane. It looks like Sword Art Online. Uh, just like threw up all over the page. Yeah. Uh, truly, uh, truly character. beautiful. I love the art too. I was gonna say, it's, it's been talking about baby's first MMO or uh, baby's first uh, JRPG or something like that. I find that that art style is also really nice and pleasing, it's very, very smoothed out and kind of simplified a little bit and less easy detailed. to look at. It's, Easier yeah. to look at. Like I just feel like I, I don't know shade because I think like the detailed artwork that we see from Japanese artists on beautiful anime and manga and things like that is awesome. Um, but it can be a little bit like harsh as someone who's not used to that style. I think and, and this very, is very nice kind of like a way to 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 move into sharp. That edges yeah yeah very much so and sharp other things too sure uh, yep yep uh, <laughs> a big big uh big, big old booba yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah that's what i've been playing nice mike what about you what have you uh been dabbling around in this week i started playing bloodborne and i got real mad at it little bitch i forgot but... to mention that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh has also been playing Bloodborne. Um, <laughs> I just forgot. Thanks, Mike. I always keep us abreast of what Josh is doing. So he, can't, he can't remember. Uh huh. Yep. 
I've been playing Bloodborne. It's I've played Dark Souls 3, so I know what I'm expecting. It just made me extremely mad that uh, they replaced the Estus Flask healing mechanic with go find health potions by grinding mobs, and I find that extremely boring when you are stuck on a boss, but that's really my only qualm with the game so far, and I'm they're sure it'll get better as I get better. Yeah, they're pretty... Kind of. <laughs> I, I don't mind it as that much. It's just I got to the Cleric Beast, and I died like three times to the fact that I couldn't see the cleric beast due to camera issues and um yeah it made me mad <laughs> very quickly <laughs> i was supposed to start persona 5 today i didn't we'll see if i do after this and yeah that's that's basically it i'm playing some guild wars did some of the new stuff that they released but like not not a whole lot oh, i've been playing final fantasy as well but yeah Hoping to hit Persona 5 pretty heavy soon. Been looking forward to spending 100 hours to finish the main story. Yeah, <laughs> it is I, It is a lot, but it is It yeah. is a really charming game. It, it mm-hmm. really is. It's it, like I think I mentioned it before on either this show or replay, but it is like playing a Saturday morning anime. It really is. Mm-hmm. Josh, what yeah, were we going to say? Yeah, y'all are just like tempting the shit out of me to like finally just pick it up and play it. And yeah. it's a J, it's a JRPG turn-based game, but yeah. like it, people speak so highly of it. All right. So. Probably like so, 20 so bucks. Josh, Josh, here, here's the, here's the like average hour of playtime that you do in Persona 5. You get this nice little cutscene. It shows you what day it is because you wake up in above your coffee shop and that your uncle owns. And you go downstairs and you decide, what am I going to do today? And you go venture out in town and decide if you're going to go to the mall or go to the shops, who you're going to talk to, who's, who you're going to make a relationship with. You do all this stuff. Time passes as you keep doing more stuff. Maybe you'll go eat lunch with a friend. Maybe you'll go to school that day. Who knows? And then you come back home. You go to sleep. It resets. It oh, I love the that same like animation. Life, yeah. And you do it again. And then eventually you get to do turn-based combat. That is the fastest turn-based combat that I've seen in turn-based combat. You can so. make it go really fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's tempting. Yeah, it is, bro. It is. <laughs> I will say too to not to not harp, but I actually tried to play. I forgot. I, I tried to play the Yakuza like a dragon this week. Uh, I didn't get very far in. I played about I played about three or four hours. Listen, I get it. It's cool uh, for a lot of people. Um, I guess I'm just not really into the gang. You, no matter what game it is, I'm not crazy into like gang stuff anyway. So I kind of forgot when I was getting it like, what the Yakuza is. Like. <laughs> I, forgot, I was like, oh, Yakuza? Oh, yeah, it's like Persona, right? It's like the same um no, just oh, the japanese mafia not. a little um, cute, cute little story about the japanese mafia yeah yeah <laughs> I, I just to me it, i mean it just felt like a cinematic it just felt like i was watching a bunch of movies a movie about some characters yeah. that was kind of written not great and the acting was kind of awkward and then it's once in a goofy. while i'd get into like a really awkward way to move and then i'd kind of just like do some i get to choose something but not really and then get into some really kind of fun turn-based fights like the fights were fine if not super easy i just feel like i have to enjoy watching those cutscenes, and i didn't super enjoy them 
I would say Yakuza Like a Dragon is very much like Persona 5 in that the Tutorial Island intro is very long. It's like 20 hours. Yeah. 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 With like Yakuza Like a Dragon, it's very long and you don't actually realize that you've been into the t- in the tutorial area until after you leave it. And it's like, oh, I thought I was playing the game, but now I am. Uh, um, yeah. So I I've watched probably 40 hours of that game on Twitch and it starts off very I'm part of the mafia and then it becomes very I'm not part of the well mafia. yeah I remember off the bat the character like the character you're playing clearly doesn't want to be part of the like he wants to go be a hero or some weird shit so like oh I yes get that vibe. I get that vibe for sure that it's going to get completely off the rails from the mafia part and that I'm fine with I guess it's just like the general beat up <laughs> vibe I feel like I I, I don't That's like fair. as much as I might have like persona maybe it sounds like where yeah. it's like like beat him up is the back part and not the main front part so yeah I would yeah. agree with that so, I would agree you know, with that. but I was just like, it's on Game Pass. I don't want to pay for Persona, but maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it. Yeah, I was <laughs> like 35 hours in a Persona 5 when I stopped playing it. I was, it was still showing me new things. Yep. Which yep. is just, wild. it doesn't, it doesn't show you the title until you, like the first, after the first boss. And the first boss is 40 yeah. hours in. Yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing that. I was like, what? I, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, so, confused. how long is this game? <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it, it. It's a lot, but it is a really fun game. I I, I should I mentioned it before, but I, I do want to play the uh, the expanded version, uh, Royal. Yeah. Or it is. As far as what I play what this you, week, this will be the last time I mention it on the show. I swear to God, uh, I beat Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, I as they <laughs> as they say, rolled credits. Uh, so now you know I fully liberated all the areas. I just need to go back, finish up some of the side quests. Um, and then I'll have the platinum trophy, right? Um, shouldn't take more than like another five hours or so. It, it shouldn't be that much. I can probably speed through it. I'm so overpowered at this point. So I'll have it sometime this weekend. But a couple things that I wanted to mention from this game, a couple points of praise that I wanted to give it that I, that I hadn't yet. This game has really dense forests in the open world. And you don't really see that very often in games. So especially in open world games. A lot of times what you'll see is like sparsely populated forests with copy-pasted trees. And what they're doing is they're they're tricking you by exaggerating the canopies on the trees to make it seem like the forest is more densely populated than it really is, um, creating this illusion. But in Ghost of Tsushima, the forests are actually like densely populated. Like these bamboo forests actually are just full of bamboo, makes it hard to navigate, especially on horseback. Really really cool you get this claustrophobic feeling it's actually like much darker in there because the sunlight's not all coming through just really cool and i really appreciated that it's it's huge for immersion uh when you're talking about open world games uh and then the other thing i want to acknowledge is with the side quests in the game it actually will acknowledge where you are in the game without ever things ever feeling out of order or misplaced along the timeline so, like, you finish a side quest, and you'll get, like, dynamic dialogue uh, that comes up where the characters reference things that have already happened or are in the process of happening in other areas of the game. So, it's not like, I already beat the game, and they're talking about things that, like, don't yeah. even matter anymore. Like, they actually reference yeah. the fact that, like, the Mongols have, have been, uh, they've retreated because we've 
deliberated all the areas or whatever. Like they're actually acknowledging that uh, as I'm going back and doing side quests. So I thought that was just a really nice little touch. It just adds more to, like I said, I'm big on immersion with the open world games and it just adds a little, that extra little bit to it that just makes it, uh, it doesn't take you out of things, you know? It's not like, oh, well, that doesn't make sense. It, oh, yeah, I'm playing a video game because that that doesn't actually make sense with the story and the timeline of things. They actually put the nice little touch in there to, and they thought about that. I appreciate that. My plan this week is to revisit the Order 1886 after I get the Platinum. Uh, I want to see if this game is actually as good as I remember it being because uh, I personally, like I mentioned last week on the show, that I really did like this game. Uh, and it's a quick platinum. I think I was looking it up. You can get the platinum in like six to eight hours. So <laughs> I'll uh, I'll be doing that. And then after that, I'll finally get to play Tale of Innocence. But uh, we'll see where things go this week. You guys ready for another minigame? Always. All right, let's play Claim a Game. In Claim a Game, I give our panelists a choice between two games and ask them which one sold better or which one scored higher reviews. They have to claim one of the games. Review scores are taken from Metacritic and based on the best scoring platform. We'll play eight rounds. The panelists can make the same claims, but whoever made more correct answers at the end wins. We take matchup suggestions for Claim a Game from our $1 plus supporters over on Patreon at patreon.com slash goodnightgroups, where you can message us your suggestion. Oh, that value. The value. <laughs> <laughs> All right. More units. Tetris by EA on mobile or Tetris by Nintendo on Game Boy and NES. Nintendo. Tetris EA mobile. That's probably right, but I guess they Nintendo. Support the big dog. Nintendo. Scott, the EA needs support, man. They're, Who's the big dog? Who are we picking here? I'm, I'm, I'm saying the Nintendo's big dog, the big dog. Oh, EA's yeah. just kind of like a chihuahua. They're just oh, there. Okay. I don't know now. I wonder who has more. I wonder what's like a bigger company. Anyway, yeah. So what oh, are our picks? I picked EA. Nintendo. Same. And Josh, you picked what? EA. Okay. Tetris by Nintendo on Game Boy and NES. 43 million copies sold. Oh, fuck. However... Oh. Tetris by EA on mobile, 100 million copies sold. Let's go, baby! Those whales are paying wow. off once wow. more in dividends. Oh, we love to see it. A higher score. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds or Fortnite? Well, we know what everyone thinks about Player Unknown's Battlegrounds in this uh, roundtable that no one knows what it is. <laughs> Remember, uh, <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of fun memories on PUBG. Really, I actually enjoyed it, but it was dog water. Uh, I'm going, I'm going oh, lo lowest or highest? I couldn't remember. Higher score. Higher score? Uh, Fortnite. Wait, fuck. I'm saying PUBG for sure. It's got to be PUBG. Shit. I said Fortnite. No, you can change it. I, I'm going PUBG. You, you didn't lock it in. It's not who wants to be a millionaire. I didn't ask you if it was your final answer. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, PUBG. Yeah, I'll go Fortnite. PUBG 86. Fortnite 85. Oh, God. All right. Oh, thank you, Regis Philbin Gods. Yeah, you saved yourself there. More units sold. The Outer Worlds or Fallout New Vegas? Ooh. Uh, I mean, like total New Vegas. 
I'm I'm going new. Uh, wait, how does Game Pass factor into units? Oh, sold? Shit. I feel like Microsoft is gonna play some bullshit on this number. So in order to, as far as Game Pass goes, Microsoft, I don't think they've given out really any data on Game Pass, so it doesn't so does factor that... in. Okay. Other than uh, all that value. Sure. All that value. <laughs> Uh, would you I'm rather be a patron or have a Game Pass subscription? I don't know. It's tough. Uh, I'm going to Vegas. I'm going for, Vegas. for Bruce for sure. I'd rather do. Oh, sorry. We're talking about yeah, New Vegas. For sure. <laughs> Outer Wilds. Not Outer, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Definitely not Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Very different. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's sold under a million copies. The Outer Worlds, 3 million. Fallout New Vegas, 12 million. Come on. That game just, there's still people discovering New Vegas to this day, I feel like in the world oh okay <laughs> i did this on purpose actually higher score <laughs> the outer worlds or fallout new vegas <laughs> oh damn I, I mean, tough well here's the thing i know fallout new vegas's vague score because they went below the threshold that bethesda set for them and that they, they got they lost a huge bonus and that's why obsidian stopped making them <laughs> Yeah, they only gave him you know, um, 18 and a half months so to make it. It was like under 90, I know. I think 90 was the threshold for their bonus or something. So I think it's like in the late 80s, um, um, or the high 80s, sorry. Even uh, though... And I just feel like Outer Worlds... I just feel like Outer Worlds, it's a double A, but I just feel like people are going to judge it like a triple A and, and underscore it. I'm going Outer Worlds. I think it's a trick question. I, I'm gonna fuck me. What did you say, Mike? Did you I'm answer? Oh, that. I'm gonna go Outer Worlds because I think it's like I had an idea of what the score was. I'm gonna go Outer Worlds because I just feel like it's a trick question, and we're supposed to think New Vegas is the perfect game. I'm saying Outer Worlds. So buggy. New Vegas was so buggy on release. <laughs> yeah, but come on. <laughs> the Outer Worlds, 85. Oh, fuck me. Fallout New Vegas, 84. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite, uh, my favorite uh, fun Easy. game, uh, fun little uh, gameplay mode of uh, Fallout New Vegas was Fallout New, Ve uh, New Vegas uh, EXE stopped working. That was a, that was a good one. <laughs> I heard Fallout Three. I got into a lot of points where uh, where my dad, this Liam Neeson, was just t posing around everywhere, and then uh, he kept just saying the same stuff. He kept going, "My boy, my boy." <laughs> At one point, my dad got stuck with giant hands. I'm talking like from like this big. Oh my god! Happening. Love that. Love that. <laughs> you can really enjoy the view of that the giant hands when you're like uh, was it rubber banding up into the sky? It's a good time. <laughs> All right, four more rounds. Are we? Are we? Are you guys keeping track of your score here? Uh, I'm keeping. Um, oh, oh, I think fuck. I'm perfect. What were the two questions again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have. I have one. Paul is three. Josh has four. All right. Oh my perfect. god! Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, I'm about to twenty-eight three this bitch. I thought there were. I thought there were two. Oh god. Two rounds so far. So clearly, I have not been paying attention. All right. <laughs> more units. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, or Kingdom Hearts three. And this is a really hard one, actually. That's really, really difficult. Because it's like you have the Jedi IP. So it's like uh, you got all the sweaty Star Wars nerds. That's gone sale for that. too. You got to think about yeah. it. Bone Order always and, goes on sale. And like Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts is, uh, well, Kingdom Hearts 3 was kind of dog water uh, from what I heard. Well, like I'm dumb farts. Big, big <laughs> kingdom um, shirts. All right, kingdom shirts. 
Gore. Got him. Uh, <laughs> Take that. Uh -huh. give, uh -huh. give me Star Wars. Uh, uh, Mike, what do you think? I, I, I want you to go. I don't know. No, I'll go. I'll I'm, go. I'm thinking Kingdom Hearts three, just because, and this is anecdotal, so it does it makes zero zero difference. <laughs> but like, I know people that bought it that don't buy video games. They mm -hmm, bought it because mm -hmm. I bought Kingdom Hearts two, and it's Disney, and I was like, yeah, but Kingdom I remember Hearts renting it on trash. my N64 when I was a kid, even though I don't play video games. <laughs> and then they got the game, and yeah. they're like, what the fuck is happening in this game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they played all of five minutes of it, and they're like, wow, this is terrible. I'm like, yep. I'm gonna say Kingdom Hearts three as well. Yeah. Fall in order, ten million. Kingdom Hearts three, five million. Damn. I like how my initial logic brought me to Jedi. I was like, it's on so many platforms, it's always on sale. But you know what? I'm going Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's anecdotal evidence really sweet. Yep. It did. It did. I was like, you're right. You know what? Yeah. Higher no, score. Spider-Man on PS4. Or Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Bitch. Oh, fuck. Uh, Miles Morales, because it really gives you the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's Just so everyone's aware, this is a reference to a GameSpot review. This is not Paul's own. Uh... <laughs> but the first Spider-Man game really makes you feel like Spider-Man. It does it does or is the second one just makes you feel like a black teen i guess that's really the takeaway from that one so great great no, job just, I, yeah, yeah. great job as game spyver ign people kept calling it an ign thing and ign to come up and be like no we would never say this race shit this was game Spy. that's a hard one bro uh i'm saying miles Morales, though i i think it was a better product i think it was way more tight and just uh this i don't know i liked it a lot I haven't played it either, um, so I'm just going to go off of Paul's uh, good testimony there and say Miles Morales. Yeah, plus it's got like a lot of great representation and stuff that I think is good and also I think reviewers like. So yeah. That's true. I'm thinking because like, I like the first one more, probably just because there's more to it. Um, it's a more full what, game for, for sure. what they are though yeah. i guess like oh shit. yeah for All what they are i would what agree I got out of the amount of hours out of miles morales yeah. like accepting yeah. that it's a smaller game i thought they did a better job even though i love yeah, no, ps4 spider-man like i love it and i love peter more arguably most of the time but oof. they recast peter yeah oh it looks terrible <laughs> it looks absolutely terrible i was like who the hell is this this isn't peter it's like, younger than I'm like okay thank god i don't know who you are <laughs> um nah i'm going with the first one i'm going with the first right. one spider-man ps4 and 87 spider-man miles morales 85 oh there goes the perfect hey. son of a bitch Mother I led you wrong, Josh. I led you astray. You listen to the anecdotal evidence from Mike. That's where it seems to work sometimes. More units sold. Titanfall or Titanfall 2? Titanfall. Titanfall 2 is... I don't want to give too much. Oh, same with Call of Duty and Battlefield. Titanfall had all this, like, Titanfall 2 had all this, like, weird kind of cult following afterwards, and a lot of people bought it for, like, a dollar. It's had a lot of free weekends. 
Titanfall 2 actually has had a lot of free weekends too. I guess it had a really good good campaign too, actually. You know what? I'm fucked. Yeah, it's Titanfall. Or Titanfall 2, 100%, but I'm going with Titanfall anyways. Perfect. Paul has been swayed to Titanfall 2. Thank you, Mike. I did start. I was the first one to say Titanfall 2 this time. For for the record. I was was going with Titanfall 2 regardless, because I just think it's the better game yeah definitely. Like, i mean i mean i mean it, it was really good but i feel like josh are going off the fact that the early hype didn't realize what the first one was going to yeah. be so more people bought it well, off that kind well, of well and not only that titanfall one was actually like a really good game in fact i think it's a better shooter than call of duty but i agree um but mm-hmm. i it was with the xbox one connect uh where you know at the time don matrick was like yeah you know you could just get the xbox 360 to play offline uh so that's why i think i'm probably uh, in the shit here all right, we all have our answers. All right. Two. All one. Titanfall, 10 million. Titanfall 2, 4 million. You guys forget that Titanfall 2 was sent out to die by EA because they released because it at the same time as Battlefield. And, and Call of Duty was yeah. coming literally like two weeks down the road. I'm still pissed about it. They put it out to pasture and just let it die. <sighs> Fuck you, EA. Fucking EA. Got to support the big dogs, man. Nintendo. <laughs> By the way, I did look it up. Just in a, just no total assets in terms of like top amount of money available. Yay, like seven billion or eleven billion, something like that in that range, around ten. And Nintendo like twenty two billion. So, so that I was just curious. I thought maybe EA was a bigger company secretly, but no, it's, it's still Nintendo. So a couple of years ago, before Xbox acquired Bethesda, there were rumors that they were trying to acquire EA. So that actually makes it sound more realistic now <laughs> that that yeah. could have happened. Yeah. All right, final round. What's the uh, what's the score, Mike? What, what what do we got here? Uh, Josh is winning and has won. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <it's over. laughs> all right. So this Josh round is has, just for fun. Josh has six. Paul has three. I have two. Higher score, Marvel's Avengers. Oh God. Or Anthem. You've used Marvel's Avengers so many times. Marvel's <laughs> Avengers or Anthem? Boy, you, we are really picking between the uh, two. I'm like, saying Marvel's toilets. Avengers right off the bat because Marvel's Avengers has yeah. like diehard fans from Marvel and Anthem was D-O fucking A. This is the higher score, by the way. It's not you. Yeah. yeah. Marvel yeah. Avengers. It's at I, least a playable game. Yeah. And it's and it's got Avengers stance after it, I think. It, and, it's it's not like it, it's a bad game because the content for it sucks and you can't see what you're doing, but sure. the yeah. basic combat mechanics work. If you um, want to play a game as Captain America, there is literally only one choice. Unless you unless you want to play Lego uh, Marvel Super Heroes 2, then that one, you could probably get that one too. You oh, yeah. know, arguably a better I, game. I, <laughs> Extremely better. I've already won, but I'm just going to go off solely off the fact that it was actually kind of fun to fly around your guy. And people 100% bought into that way too much and gave it a higher rating yep. based on that solely alone. Uh, and then the initial hype down down there was like, wow, there's nothing to do. I'm going Anthem. I still want to get Anthem. Wait, so you EA. played Anthem? Yeah, I played Anthem. I, I, didn't, on, I didn't buy I it. I figured you uh, did. I figured you did. It's yeah. on EA Play on, uh, on Game Pass. Um, yeah. I've, I've multiple times almost downloaded it. It's free and I'm still like, I just feel like I'm going to regret it very quickly. But I really want to feel the flying around your guy. I think that was like 99% of why the game looked cool. So. I didn't even like that part. I played the beta what? and I no. thought even that was bad. It, I thought it looked like really shitty Warframe. It's literally not even worth uh, the, the, the download. Don't even waste your data cap. Yeah. But anyway, the score... Marvel's Avengers, 68. Anthem, 65. 
Yeah. yeah that makes sense. On. Absolutely in the toilet. All right. Josh, congratulations. Thanks. Uh, you only missed one. Speed, that was speed, you speed. Of the speech. Pretty good. Uh, you missed two. You missed two. two. Oh, yeah. you missed two. Oh, you missed <laughs> the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I could have said Marvels, but you know, I, that's, I staked it on the big dogs. All right. Any, uh, anytime anyone gets all eight of them, you can have a speech. Wow, we gotta have all eight. <laughs> all right, audience questions. Every week we address two or three audience questions, comments, or concerns. We take questions from our supporters over on Patreon at patreon.com slash goodnightgroups. Have I mentioned that so far this episode? I don't know. Um, leave your questions in the comments section of the previous episode's post. The $1 tier will get you access to question submissions. We also take question submissions from gamegroups at gmail.com and in the YouTube comments. But our patrons so, also if you want, if, receive prizes. Sorry, I was just going to say, I'm sorry to interrupt you so unceremoniously, but I just yeah. wanted to say, you can pay us a dollar <laughs> and get your, your suggestion read. Or if you just want to send us a free email, you can also get your suggestion read. But, you eventually, know what? Eventually. but eventually, when we're, when our inbox is just absolutely full, that Patreon's going to be worth it at we'll that do, point. We'll take a free email for now. So, in fact, this week I've made up both, both of these questions myself because people haven't written us in. So write us in, people. Write us in. <laughs> Not secretly uh, pretending that uh, making us feel bad about, about throwing shade at the, the people writing the questions. I wasn't secretly <laughs> pretending. It was a real question. All right. First question. This comes from Question Gal. We had question man, we have to have question gal now. All right, let's see. Matt just came up. Sorry, um, <laughs> question man gets to be question man, but question woman has to be question gal. I thought it sounded a little, it was kind of, it was fun. You know, it was, it was playful. It's it's playful. Light, playful. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. We're keeping it light. Keeping three it letters, three letters, question man, question gal. I don't know. I get you. I get you. What's your number one favorite genre in gaming? And what is it that makes it your favorite? Josh, let's go to you first. Boy, this is going to be a real shocker. Actually, it is. Uh, you'd think it'd be MMO, and I do love MMO at a solid number two because it's just fun, consistent to like log on, have something to do, not have to worry about other games to play. But actually, when a really good FPS game comes out, that's like it for me. I will log on to that bitch for like the month and not touch any other game. New Call of Duty comes out that's actually good. Like Black Ops 4, I played that religiously for like three months and did nothing else. That's just kind of what FPS do for me. And I think they're great, and they work for me. And, you know, if an FPS is not good at the time, I'll always fall back on good old MMOs. So got to give it to my big old FPS, uh, Big Dogs. Uh, shout out to uh, Call of Duty and maybe a Titanfall 3 if EA decides to not uh, goof it up. You got uh, Titanfall 3. It's called Apex Legends. So I would rather Apex. die. I would rather <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> Shroud, if you're looking for uh, extra promotion for yourself, this is an open invitation for you to come challenge Josh in any FPS of your choice. Yeah, yeah, it's your boy, uh, Swish and Flick, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what about you? What's your number one favorite genre, and why is it your favorite? I don't know that I have a favorite. Pick one, damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, it's, I play a bunch of different genres. Uh, I mean, everything that I play, for the most part, comes down to some form of rpg so let's go with that yeah i don't know i genre is hard because i'll play a game based off of like the game and like if the story is interesting or if the gameplay is interesting then i'll play it but genre like i don't i'll i'll look at rpgs probably more than any other genre there you go let's go with that that's a good reasoning 
Paul, what about you? I like a good, it's a real shocker, like a good walking around choices matter kind of game. Uh, hard to nail down, but you know, your life is strange. Your uh, What Remains of Edith Finch, your Detroit Beyond Human. I just like walking around, making some choices, doing some little, uh, some little uh, quick time events. And uh, and just overall unfurling a great story. That is that is what I like to go for. I mean, there's like a million. I, my first answer was going to be casual games. So I was just going to say like, I don't know. I just like playing whatever game I can get into and not have to care at all about what, what's going on. And that could be a racing game or like a, a roguelike or something. But uh, I will say that, yeah, I think these 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 uh, walking around, making choices and examining your environments and things like that. Those those games really grab me. And so uh, definitely that would be my favorite genre. I think mine has but to... I, Oh, yes, Josh, I'll let you ask me. What about you, Matt? What's your favorite well, genre? Hunter, thank you for asking. <laughs> Golly gee. Um, mine... If you really want to know. <laughs> you really want to know? Okay, I'll tell you. Um, legally distinct. Legally distinct impression. Uh, yes, yes. It was Ricky Rouse. All right. Um, I think mine has to be open world action RPGs. <laughs> What is happening? Oh god! Oh, it sounds Rouse. like he's in like it sounds like he's in Talladega. Oh <laughs> Ricky Rouse. Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. Uh, open world action RPGs entering the MMO territory, but that's not always action combat. Uh, but we'll we'll call them we'll, we'll say open world action uh, RPGs. Uh, the linear story heavy third person action game kind of comes in the close second at times. They can kind of almost uh they're closely related at times uh, anyway but in general a lot of genres are are starting to mix together and combine various uh, features but something about being able to just fully immerse myself into a new world and explore every nook and cranny and um stuff like that's just really fun and immersive exciting and i don't know there's something about that i i just really enjoy exploring a new world you know and and seeing everything it has to offer, all of its its people, its, I think people, really like its animals. New game. Oh, new world! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be. <laughs> Exploring a new world in new world. Yeah. So that that's, that's probably my answer to that question. We we got everyone right. Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. Oh yeah. Next oh, yeah, question. You forgot me. This one comes in from I've run out of names. <laughs> <laughs> what genre do you think is primed to create a new spin-off genre? A la MOBA from RTS or Auto Chess from MOBA. And do you think this naturally happens when a genre has has nearly fully exhausted all progress? I'll answer first just to sort of set the table for this, give you guys a little bit more time to think. Bless you. I talked about this kind of on an episode of GG Replay recently, but I really think that the new Battlefield Portal is going to lend itself to this sort of thing. I would not be surprised at all if we see some new FPS mode that is spawned from this sandbox that eventually finds its way into other games. Um, will it create a new genre? Maybe. Uh, things can kind of get a bit muddy with that. Would we call... We call Battle Royale a new genre, right? But in truth, mm. it's really just a game mode for third and first person shooters that has since expanded on itself. But I just think the Battlefield Portal is going to be this really creative space and people are going to make some really interesting stuff that the that the developers never even thought could happen and i think something's going to spawn out of that 
How big it gets, I don't know. If it's a new genre, I don't know. But I definitely think new game modes are going to come out of that and things that we're going to find in games going forward that become standard modes. What about you, Mike? Let's go to you first. Well, you you kind of sparked a little interest with that statement about Battlefield Portal because I can I get Griffball back? Is that a thing? Uh, what a good time. <laughs> I think I'm with you on it though. Like FPS, I don't think is like stale per se, but, and I don't, to the second point of your question, does it happen when a genre has been fully exhausted? I don't think it's that. I think it's when uh, a game developer, like you see uh, Dice doing, gives players and a community the tools to do creative things. The MOBA genre came from Warcraft because they had the map editor. So I, I see, I, I would agree with you in that I think the portal is the closest thing that we're going to get to a full on freedom of editing for game modes. They did say it's not a map editor, but um, I would I would give my guess to Battlefield 2042 as the place to be for new game modes for sure paul what about you yeah uh i think kind of off what you're talking about but i I think uh when you talk about the battle royale thing uh, we talked about this a bit this week talking about playstation home talking about metaverses i think battle royale and the spaces and like not mmo light per se but these big lobbies where you see people hanging around i think could push us toward a new uh, genre that, but like a, a new old genre that brings back stuff like PlayStation Home or Second Life, these like hangout spaces with virtual avatars. I see a lot of people, and especially younger people, kids, and things like that, want like having half the fun of Fortnite for them is like getting into a lobby and hanging out with people, or like getting into a creative mode, or like one of those concert things, and they all kind of do emotes at each other and jump around and just like and goof about. Um, and I feel like you can take away a lot of those. I mean, that's already existing in that, but I'm I'm waiting for the first kind of game we get uh in the modern era that takes away a lot of the gameplay aspects of like the building or the the, or the shooting and and just makes it about the socialization and and i think fortnite is pushing us to that point and i'm wondering when that will when we're going to get another like you said a playstation home or maybe something like second life I, I agree. I think creative mode in Fortnite is way bigger than people think. Um, it's huge. My, Anytime my, my, whenever I play with my nephew, he's like, let's go in creative mode. Exactly. And I'm like, why Why would you do that? It's all about like the game. Like, What are you talking about? It's funny. I was going to say the exact same thing. My nephew, yep. when I was first talking to him about Fortnite, because he played a ton of it, he like only plays creative mode. Yeah. So, Josh, what about you? Where do you think it's coming from or what's going to happen with this? I initially had no answer for this because my eight brain <laughs> couldn't formulate one just based off the games I play. But basically what I what I kind of thought was, I don't know how they'd ever do it, but maybe some Breath of the Wild Genshin Impact mixed with maybe like MMO Lite uh, slash MMO um, in the future. I don't know how you do that with all the ever-forming changing worlds, the interactive environments, you know, who knows. But I think it'd be a fun mismatch to, uh, you know, interact with. Uh, and, you know, combat may not be as in-depth as certain MMOs, but if you got the world to interact with then you know who knows maybe maybe you have some fun with it might i introduce you to a game called palea that is that is is in development that might be something to check out looks very breath of the wildy to me it does it's like an mmo like light style game i admit i don't know much about it oh yeah it's i think it's supposed to be kind of an mmo style game to be honest that's uh 
that's got that kind of like Breath of the Wild art style, but less of a focus on combat, more exploration, more building. So, I mean, definitely check out the initial stuff. It's pretty cool. Word, okay. But yeah, it really kind of fits that, actually. Well, good answers all around. It's definitely, this is a tough question because it, it is one of those things where you're thinking into the future and we aren't game developers, right? So like it's trying to think about things in, in the way that, that they would think about things or like, let's be honest, there are very creative people out there coming up with these game modes in, within these sandboxes and I'm not one of them. All right, let's move on to another mini game that I'm going to uh-huh. get in on. For the sake of uh, being a little bit less crude than we have to, we're calling this Bang, Mary Kill Video Game Edition. In BMK Video Game Edition, each group is assigned another group prior to recording. That group must then create a list of three games, franchises, developers, publishers, etc. for the assigned group. The list is presented live during recording, and then fellow group, the the fellow group must decide which of the options they're going to bang, marry, or kill. So here's how it goes. Bang, you get one night with this choice. One, one lovely, amazing night. Mary, you must engage with this choice daily, which is my wife who's listening. This is a fantastic thing, and this is my favorite of these choices. Um, and kill... <laughs> Uh, you never get to engage with this choice ever, including future releases. Okay, so for this round, we we paired up uh, me and Paul and uh, Mike and Josh, and we just chose what we think are probably among the others' favorite games. So some tough decisions, okay? So let's go first with uh, Mike. Let's read off Josh's choices here. Son of a bitch. Was I supposed to pick favorite games? Well, it could be no, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You want. Yeah, yeah, three love, games. That's what I, I love did. it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, is it on the list? <laughs> um, I have two lists here, but I think I'm going to go with the one that has more awards. Cool. Uh, we got a best multiplayer award, an innovation award, game Shit. of the year award. Wow, wow, wow. Well, no, the game no, of the year award wow. isn't for this one. Ah. Um, so, first oh, one. Oh, wow. All three are wow. <laughs> Warcraft 3 Reforged. Oh my Jesus Christ. Oh no. <laughs> Undertale. Oh no. I feel like Andromeda is going to be on this list. And Among Us. <laughs> oh my God. What have you done to me? <laughs> These are all atrocious. Do you not like Undertale? Oh, I he hates it. <laughs> I don't really? like Undertale. I hate Among Us and Warcraft Reforged. Well, I mean, it speaks for itself. Wow, you don't. Yeah. So, if <laughs> as I could soon as you said Reforged, I was like, "Oh man, I know this list is killing." No, so you, if I could, you yeah. went the opposite route, Mike. You picked games that he hates. I didn't even think about that, but that's yeah, that's, that's clever. Great, that's actually clever saying. as hell. Uh, okay, so son of a bitch. Um, so I guess kill right off the bat. No, we're just gonna murder something outright. I'm I'm gonna kill Among Us. I hate that. I knew you would. Game. I knew I you would. I was Among so, Us. It's dog I was nervous shit. to put it. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's like I I appreciate that people have their fun social interactions with it. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Bang. I had my fun every now and again with Undertale. We're gonna bang Undertale. Uh, it's got all the different. I really weird to say, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna. We're, we're gonna uh, beat Sands Doonies down and bang uh, Undertale. Give you a little uh, megalovania. 
And then, uh, I guess, Jesus Christ, I'm getting married up to this old fucking pig. Uh, oh. Warcraft 3 Reforged. Oh, God. Um, I play that every day. I gotta every play day. that every day. It doesn't uh, matter. The entire Blizzard uh, staff could be accused of uh, some really terrible things. You're playing Warcraft 3 Reforged. I am, I am just gonna just run through the Arthas story, I guess, once a day, because at yeah. least that's good. Uh, Glad you could make it, Uther. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch you do this, Arthas. Anyways, uh, uh, go to hell, Mike. Thank you for that. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Let's go with uh, let's go with Paul. Really, you don't want to have Josh have like, our, our immediate bounce back? Uh, you know, oh, okay, man. we'll do that. Josh, give your I immediate need, bounce Josh back needs to his Mike. revenge, man. Uh, so you know, I gave you games you like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, so I, first off, uh, it's got to be the I went with the obvious one. I went with Guild Wars two, and then instead of picking just one particular game, I kind of cheated a little bit. I said Assassin's Creed. Um, And then after Assassin's Creed, uh, with the new other game coming out after this, uh, I'm also going to say Mass Effect. So do do with those uh, what you will, sir. That's fair. I picked a series. Which Assassin's Creed? Like the entire series? I'm just going with series since Guild Wars 2 is such a big game, too. I I just felt like it was the best thing to do. All right. Interesting. Hmm. I'm like tempted to kill Guild Wars 2. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but not that tempted. I'll kill Mass Effect because I don't want to be stuck with future shitty releases. I thought you might do um, that. There you go. That's true. I mean, the thing is, like, marrying Guild Wars 2 sounds like it would get really shitty. Because, like, I went really fast. two years. <laughs> not playing guild wars 2 though i could just make all the legendary items that would take probably 15 years of my life yeah. um mmos are kind of cheat codes like you could all, you could yeah there's a lot more to go on for playing every day yeah i'll bang i'll, I'll bang assassin's creed and marry <laughs> guild wars 2 wow Easy. from killing <laughs> it to marrying it all right i like how initially yeah. you were like fuck it i'm tempted to kill guild wars 2 and isn't it's this daily. what uh, all wedded bliss is like anyway <laughs> moving on all right <laughs> Uh, just kidding, just kidding, getting just kidding. Up in here. I'm oh. absolutely getting in trouble for that comment. Uh, Paul, let's, <laughs> let's go to you. Let's go to you. Yeah, 100%. So I, I gave you a... Um, I feel like I'm all over the place, so I feel like I, it's hard for you to pick for me, but I, I gave you a really specific genre here. We're in open-world RPGs, wow. baby. Your you know, favorite. Boy, you know me. Favorite. Um, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give them to you quick. Uh, quick. The Witcher 3 we're going and i already know you want to buy it again so right off the top that you're still missing on future releases which are three horizon zero dawn and red dead redemption 2. all right good list and i think i know where you're putting them but still this I, is... I, I was hard so right off the bat i'm killing horizon zero dawn so that's the thing too i couldn't think of a third that you that, but i just knew you'd kill horizon because i know you love those other two so much it would be impossible that's fair but, yeah. that's fair i, I yeah, could have could have played a wild card it's all right it's going last of us too at some point but i thought you might have killed that too but yeah i think i have to go with mm, this is tough which <laughs> game do i want to play daily probably probably the witcher 3 and i say that because i think at a certain point with red dead because it's a place in history and it's not fantasy it's a little bit more limited in what's within the story and I think it could get stale a little bit more quickly. And I think at some point, I don't want to be... I would get sick of every day running around like I was a human tank. Uh, just because the, the, the weight of your character in that game 
which like it's fine for one playthrough so that's why i'm gonna bang red dead 2 i definitely want to play that game again at some point but it that might be the last time like i i definitely want to play red dead 2 one more time but i think that i'll be satisfied after that okay you know and that's why i'm gonna bang it and uh i'm gonna marry Geralt and the witcher 3 <laughs> and smelling uh, of lilac and gooseberries I, I don't i don't blame you there's um, just look at them there's so many there's so many ways you can play the witcher 3 too like i feel like i don't know there, there's just there's so much to do in that game. <laughs> so, I thought I was throwing you this crazy curveball, at least with a couple of these, but man, you, you nailed it. You nailed it. I got I to gotta stump you more next time. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Paul, you ready? I feel like there's only... I'm ready. I'm ready. What were we going to say, Mike? I, I was going to say, I feel like there's only three paths to the Noon Wraith, so I'm... <laughs> yes. No more Witcher slander. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Right. Game's great. We all just hated it. It's nothing wrong with I'm tired of the Noon Wraith joke ever. <laughs> yep. All right, where I turn it off every single yep. time. I got an hour past it last time, and it was something. Paul, here are your options: Fortnite, Spider-Man PS4, and the series Forza Horizon. Oh, dude, fuck off! These are good. <laughs> These are my favorite. These are my favorite. How dare you? Yeah, make a you choice. Make a decision. Fucker. Yep uh see here's the thing because it, it plays with all my things because it's like oh kill fortnite because it doesn't matter but i love having just a casual stupid thing to throw on and fortnite's so good for that and you gotta know there's gonna be content in that for the rest of my life yeah which means oh but so i'm gonna marry fortnite and i hate to say it but i'm gonna marry <laughs> fortnite because there's just never gonna stop being shit to do and if i get bored they'll probably come up with a new season that'll change the game mostly enough it'll still uh, it'll feel fresh still yeah yeah i'm 100 percent gonna I, I think yeah so i'm gonna and i'm gonna uh i'm gonna oh fuck <sighs> will you really kill forza come on you can't do that to your baby now yeah i know i'm just thinking like are you yeah, gonna kill peter was, are you really gonna no, do I'm that not gonna, see there's a thing but the feeling was more that i was gonna gonna get with peter for one <laughs> night only see, but all the, all the wild things you can do with a muffler though just imagine but i'm just thinking like yeah getting rid of forza is really really tough i i just i like, play more fortnite than i do forza okay okay i fuck me why is fortnite so top of my list like why do i care am i 12 all right i'm going to i'm gonna i'm gonna take peter behind the end of the closet i'm gonna i'm gonna bang spider-man a little, a little upside down kissing maybe i'm going to i'm gonna revise i'm gonna i'm uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna marry fortnite and i'm gonna i'm gonna kill forza i'm so sorry forza i love you i just i feel like i haven't been playing as much in the last few years i love it it's a great game but i can just i'll play fortnite fortnite's gonna get updated till the day i die and hopefully not. That doesn't mean like it's forebodingly like next week or something. I think if I lose 100, being knock on wood. Very nice, very nice. I, I was wondering where you were gonna go with Forza uh, in that because that's like I, you wrestled with it. That's one of those that you could just yeah, play that's a forever. really tough one. You could, and it's the kind. It's a game, one of my top games of all time. But I just, you know, eh, I feel like if I didn't ever get to play it again, I've had my fun with it and I really enjoyed it. Um, but I mean, I'm excited for more, but no, uh, no Forza Horizon five for you. So, uh, shut, dude, shut up. I'm playing. <laughs> I actually for a All right, let's move on. Video game Olympics. We're going to end this week's one. show with a short celebration of the 2020 Olympics, which are going on right now here in 2021. 
Between racewalking, breakdancing, and modern pentathlon, the Olympics isn't afraid to feature ridiculous sports. So the panelists and I are going to give our answer for the game or game series that we believe would make the best Olympic sport. I'll give my pick first, and then we'll go through the line here. My pick, I want to see an Olympic sport. I want to see people competing for gold in Dance Dance Revolution. I, I feel like people already take it serious. Serious. I, I, did I take yours, Josh? <laughs> it's a good answer. All right, it's well, a good answer. Here, here's my, no, 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 here's no, no, my I, alternate. I have another good answer. Okay, good, good. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm curious to know if my alternate is also your other answer. We'll, we'll, we'll go to you next so no one takes your answer again. Uh, oh, you're just throwing it to me. Yeah. Shit. Uh, no, um, so I'm going to a game we all haven't played uh, since you know it came out. Um, we're going Fall Guys. Oh, uh, and the uh, and the various different modes you can play in. I'm gonna need uh, some hexagon golds. Uh, some I don't remember the rest of the games. Uh, soccer bean uh, or some shit. Uh, I think Fall Guys would just be fun and goofy uh, to watch. No, no Among Us. No Among Us in the Olympics. I, I think I'd rather drop drop dead. Uh, <laughs> Are we talking like like people are playing the video game Fall Guys or people are? Running through Fall Guys win. obstacle courses. Uh, Por que no los dos? Uh, let's yeah. let's do both. Why not? Whatever you yeah. want. Uh, or the playing the modern biathlon. Got yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike, what is your what is your option? What should, what video game or video oh, game man. series should be? In let's just throw it back to to the theme of today's uh, podcast. PUBG. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Guild Wars 2? Guild Wars 2, yeah. World War. Yeah. PUBG, I like it. Everyone get your frying pans out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We're, we're going Shoot to the death. Paul, what about you? What's your answer? Uh, yeah, so I think we all remember the original Olympic game, Quop. So obviously, oh. it's some... I, no, I'm hey. kidding. That's my meme answer. I, I'm, I actually have a, a real answer, and that's my meme answer. I, I think Quop is actually pretty funny, though. I think it'd be really funny to try to see people actually compete really seriously at playing Quop. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my but my actual answer that I think would be a legitimately interesting uh, Olympic game is Beat Saber. Mm, yeah. Ooh, good. Nice. I see people do crazy shit in Beat Saber, and I think there's like quite a high skill level. I think, and I think that's really cool. It's it's like a an actual. It's like it's like Guitar Hero. You what you actually have to do shit. Uh, yeah. And I, and I think that would actually be an interesting Olympic sport. So that was actually my alternate. It was Beat Saber nice. slash Tetris Effect. So I, nice. I either way. Oh. Um, I mean to play that. Is that any good Tetris Effect? I actually was thinking of playing it. I haven't played it because I. Every time I like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get into Tetris, and then every yeah, time yeah. I'm like, eh, yeah, nah. It's on Game Pass. And I was thinking about uh, downloading it. But so. the whole thing about Tetris Effect is that it's best in VR. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Alright. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Game Grooves Podcast, the all-encompassing gaming podcast from the Goodnight Grooves. If you really like the show, we encourage you to check out the Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/GoodnightGroups. So we currently have three different tiers available. And in all support is greatly appreciated and will go a long way in improving all of the goodnight groups. The $3 plus tier will get you access to this very show two days early. A special shout out to our patrons currently supporting us in the $5 plus tier, the honorary groove tier, Ishmael S. and Rachel S. A round of applause. Round of applause. Matt, can I ask you a question? Yes. I, I just find that Friday mornings, I have a bad day. I'm always having a bad day Friday morning, yeah. even though if it's Friday. I'm just thinking like last day, I don't even want to go through this day. 
And I and I go and I get myself an extra fancy coffee on a Friday morning, and that thing cost me like six dollars at Starbucks. Here's what I'm here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why not? You know. So you're saying I only give you three of my six dollars, yeah. And I get to listen to game groups on Friday morning, really yep. brighten the yep. day. That is some serious value. I'll tell you right it's, now. It's good value. It really is. It really is. So uh, dump your lattes in the friggin' toilet and give us your your groove dollars, baby. Go get yourself a McCafe. It's the same thing. You'll it's, be fine. It's still so good. It's a lot of fun. Get You know what? little tip. Get a shot of vanilla uh, syrup in there. Oh, Ooh. basically Starbucks. And these are the hot takes you can get early on Friday if you uh, subscribe uh, <laughs> early. Otherwise, you're waiting all the way till Sunday, and on Sunday you're all like anxious that the the Monday's uh, coming, and you're not even enjoying the podcast. And, you know, it's a whole thing. Well, don't. Uh, well, for those listening on Sunday, like I hope you're still enjoying the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Good luck on Monday, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. We're gonna keep putting it on a dumb day, dude. <laughs> we also ask that you take a couple minutes to drop a five star review on Apple Podcast, or leave a like and comment on the YouTube video. Everything I think we else. should offer people. I think we should offer people something for giving us a five star review. Like we'll uh, money. Yeah, like money. Like, I don't think you're legally allowed to do that, technically. Like, I think, uh, but I mean, Google always says that, and uh, people are always like, you get a free burger for a Google review. Just don't tell anyone. You know, ask one of your, ask one of your audience questions in a, in a review, and then we'll, uh, it has to be five stars, though, or I'm not fucking answering that shit. That's really fair. One star. What is one? this podcast? Oh, cool. I'm not going to answer it. Why are you so shit? <laughs> All right. Make sure to check out goodnightgroups.com for all of our amazing content where you'll find the blog, GG Replay, this podcast, and more coming soon. Gentlemen, any last thoughts before we get out of here? Be sure to water your plants um, once a day, depending on the plant. But if it's a succulent, uh, no more than uh, one time every three to four days. I just want to say that uh, some plants you can actually put uh, six, three, three to six ice cubes in at the beginning of the week, and then you're done for the whole thing. So worth keeping in mind if your plant can do it. A little life hack there for you. A little life hack. This is actually a, a plant groups. That'll do <laughs> it for like us here today, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me, everyone. Take care. Good night, Bye. Good night. Stay groovy. <laughs> <laughs>